0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin you're listening to coach unplugged and now your host steve collins hey everybody welcome 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 to coach unplugged i'm so happy you decided to join us uh before we get started today i'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine in the market. I've said this multiple times. We own three of them. I want a fourth and a fifth. Hey, he's listening to me. But um, they're so great. Um, They work so well. They're so easy to set up. I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up. Um, But mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins. They'll take good care of you. And also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches everything you need from a from a nationally ranked um you know we won three state titles um i I think the we were just talking recently um you know we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years and i think we know the secret sauce to be successful the roadmap what it takes on and off the court so go over and check it out um and enjoy the podcast bye how's it going that's good. I just just ran home from the gym, so it's a little cooler in the house than it is at the in the gym. So that's always good. Um, I'm taping this so I can send it to you too when we're done. If we go through anything that you um, you specifically need, um, okay. Let me okay. turn, turn off my phone. All right. Uh, go ahead. Do you go ahead? Do you have questions or things you wanna?
0: Yeah, I got a list.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. Well,
0: I'll give you some background. I know that, uh, that context will probably help. So last year was my first year coaching uh, at the varsity level, at least. Okay. Um, and I took, you know, I, I'm new to the school. So uh, I grew up around 15 minutes from the school. So I, I thought I had an idea of what I was walking
1: into. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm laughing. To, I'm laughing because I've heard that like
0: a million times. It's
1: like you never really know until you know. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Right. So yeah, I went to like. Well, so I'm from Missouri. So, um, so four A is like, you know, pretty large school. Um, the school what's the come.
1: sizes? It goes. What's the biggest? The smallest?
0: Um, biggest is six. Six A. Six so A to one like, A. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I thought
1: we had a lot of classes. Okay, we go from one is one is our big to five, which is our small. So, okay,
0: yeah, so one is small and then six is big. Um, so whenever I went to school, I went to like a you know a decent sized school, I would say. Um, then 15 minutes down the road is a small school, which I'm coaching at now. Um, and whenever I say small, I think that high school has 60 kids total. So um 60 total total yeah so 13 to 20 kids per class uh okay so yeah I was I mean and so I just thought it was a smaller version of we know what I was used to but um definitely isn't um so the learning curve is the kids don't understand as much I don't want to call them dumb or anything but um you know there's definitely a learning curve difference yep Um, so that's one of the things. And the other thing is they haven't won a game. So before I got there, they hadn't won a game. I think it was in three years. Okay. Um, so, you know, they've never really experienced any kind of success. Um, it's hard, but it's
1: hard because you basically, how many, I mean, let's assume half are boys. Are you boys or girls? Boys. Okay, so you assume half are boys, half are girls. It leaves you only 30 to – and then – wow. Okay, so you're dealing with a very small number of players. Yes, yes. yes. And it's,
0: it's like a really rural com- community. So, you know, Farming. 15 of the kids are yeah. farmers that have no interest in sports. Right. So, um, there's 50, I think there's – I think there's 10 kids on the baseball team, so it's like a baseball community. Um, which is tough, uh, you know, another yeah. obstacle. I don't want right. to, I don't want to, you know. Think no, 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 I get know. it. So
1: the obstacle is you got to get players. Like right. you got to, yeah. you got to, you got to, can. so how's the youth program?
0: So, so it was non-existent. Um, okay. That's one of the first things I did was, well, I, I asked, you know, around the parents, you know, if there's anyone that would be willing to step up and coach the youth program, um, They all were kind of shocked that I was even asking, Um, but I ended up talking my dad into coaching the youth program. Okay. Um, So we have that. So sometimes I'm
1: going to say the plus of that is you don't have a parent. So that's a plus, right? You have a non-parent do it. Sometimes all we can do is find parents, but uh, yeah, I think, okay. So, and then how many, so you got, okay. So what grade levels and did you start that at?
0: uh started it so he we actually i actually have a nephew that is he's in second grade but he okay he built like a fourth fourth or fifth grader right so we started it um third through sixth we actually had two teams we had uh well second third and fourth and then a fifth yep. and sixth grade team. that's a good
1: idea yeah 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 and what i would do then if if you're moving forward at some point i'd go six seven and then i'd try to leave eight by itself um the reason being even grades yes if you can do that I don't know if the numbers wise but trying to get them more ready for high school like if you can leave eight together I've helped that's helped other small communities I know you group six and seven and again you got to go grab some seventh graders throw them in the eight you do that but you try to leave a group kind of this is your eighth grade group you're going to come in together blah 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 blah. so I yeah uh, that's been successful for other programs that I've helped Um, and again, that's down the line. I think you're, I think you're right. Starting let's get them before they get into baseball or whatever, you know, hook them before they, um, they get into some other stuff. I think that's a good idea. Um, yep. And and fundamental shoot. So I'm going to tell you one thing you should be working on and it's hard with kindergartners, but the smaller the school, the more you should be working on shooting and ball handling. Shooting, ball handling, shooting. I mean, if you can shoot at that – I don't know. You coached a year. If you can shoot, you probably take care of a lot of your problems.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, our biggest biggest detriment is ball handling, for sure. Um, Right. Because if I'm
1: superior to you, I'm going to press you, turn you over, and then I'm going to score. So, that's why I said – but shooting can – you gotta get the ball over half court to be able to shoot. I get it. So like yeah. ball handling and maybe wait till middle school, but shooting should be from six through eight. All they should do is be taking shots. Like that's yeah, So, yeah.
0: So that's one of the good things about this is whenever I took the job, I they had an opening for middle school coach too. Okay. Um, and I and I just went ahead and took that as well. So I so middle school is sixth through eighth grade. Um, For the class one. Yep. So I have them like school sponsored, school sponsored sport, right? Okay. And then our youth program is like outside of school, they're just playing like other, you know, area schools and like parent coached teams. Yep. Yep. Okay.
1: So you got them playing. That's good. That's your first step. Okay.
0: Yep. So then, so, okay. So that's kind of the background. Then I'll start with the questions. So okay, um, last year was tough. The good thing is we just had freshmen and sophomores, so we didn't have any juniors and seniors on the team at all. Um,
1: really? Okay. Really, really. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the best thing I about mean, a freshman is they become
0: a sophomore.
1: I'm telling right. you, that. that's the <laughs> best <Exactly>. thing. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, but so the downsides is is we only had. We started the season off with eight kids, um, which was tough. Uh, A few of them have never played before. um, And it showed, obviously. Um, But, you know, we lost one. He broke his ankle like the first game of the season. We lost another one due to grades. And then another one got diagnosed with like a pretty severe illness, but wouldn't allow him to play. So, um, at the end of the year, we only had six, um, sometimes five kids.
1: Okay. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Hard to have a practice, hard to have a practice, but yes, I get it hard to have a
0: practice, but the biggest thing I have a hurdle of is the boys and the community and everyone wants to think of these as like excuses. And that, that drives me nuts. Um, it seems like that's the biggest hurdle is, like, you know, they just get in this, well, woe is me mentality. Yeah, it's easy choice? when you're losing
1: to do that, too. It's right. easy, like, blaming on, yeah, I, I get it. Um, do you have a group? So, here's a question. Do you have a group that's coming that really loves basketball, that loves doing it? Like, is there a group?
0: Yep, so this they were sixth graders so they would have been like the first time they were ever you yeah. know introduced to basketball there's a few kids that are you know that'll be the group i think that changes things yep um, but i will say we just had two two juniors and those the two juniors that'll be juniors this year um they're decent so like okay. you know one's a an okay shooter um he's He's probably – he's an okay scorer, um, you know, for 1A. He, Okay. I think he, he had a couple 20-point games. And yep. then we got a, you know, a relatively decent ball handler that's a junior as well. Okay. Um, the, they're kind of our leaders. Okay. And then the other kids, you know, we got one – If you have leader, a couple yeah. of
1: those, the rest of the kids are going to follow. I'm just telling right. you. Like if, yeah. It's like leading the pack. Um. Right.
0: So, yeah. the, so that's one of the issues I run into is those two, the two better ones at the high school level, they they have a hard time buying in or they're kind of lazy. Okay. So how would you – I kind of I kind of baby them along the way, and I'm not sure that that was right. I didn't want to like
1: – And they're freshmen? Well, they'll be juniors. They'll be juniors. They're they sophomores. were
0: sophomores.
1: Um. What what do they want to do? Do they want to play after high school or this is just for fun or what's Oh the... uh, yeah, it's I don't
0: they're not they're not gonna be good enough to play after high school, I don't think, but um one of them one of them is a good baseball player and he has a chance at you know like scholarship baseball right. something
1: like that. Okay. Cool. Um well I think as a sophomore that's okay, but I think you got gotta have a discussion with them about expectations and here's what's going to happen and we want to win and here's what I expect from you guys. And do you want, because they're competitive, I'm guessing they want to win. They right. don't like getting embarrassed. So um, I think you have that discussion with them. I mean, that's what I've done in the past and seemed mm-hmm. to work. You know, okay. It's not an easy discussion, but it's like, here's the way it is. And, you know, um, the the lazy part it's probably I mean it, it it's harder in a smaller there's no one pushing them that's the problem
0: right. yeah
1: and that and that's you know in a bigger school there's always people nipping at you like you know it's like the business world it's like someone's gonna you know Pepsi nipping at yeah Pepsi's nipping at Coca Cola kind of thing there's always somebody in the you know um, yeah they're gonna take your job or they're gonna take your consumer so it's harder I I don't think it's my guess. And I don't know. I've never seen these guys. My guess is it's lazy. It's more complacency. It's more like, eh, I don't have to do that. So that's where I think you challenge them as competitors, as do you want to get better? I mean, teenage boys are an interesting cookie that, you know, they're very egocentric. They have a, they, they don't remember things. They, you know, others just anyway, but you can feed into the competitive part Mm -hmm. and my guess is it's not lazy well yeah i say lazy
0: but i just mean like
1: you're just like they don't have to it's like they know they're the best player and it's like so it's like
0: and they always have been
1: and they always have been and there really isn't like they're probably not out playing a in their little world they're really good but in the big world they would be not very good but they don't have gone out of the big world you know they've gone to the big city kind of thing you know um so that's the difference between like my guys are always going out and testing themselves against a lot better, so they know where they really are for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what I would do. I would challenge, and then I would involve them. If you think they're if, if you think they're a buy in kind of kids, I I hey, what do you think we should do here? How do you think? Because if there's ownership, then there's buy in. Right, like you know, I wouldn't let them pick the offense, but it's like, what do you think? You know, who's going to be the good opponents that we're going to play this year? How are we going to beat them? What do you think we should do? Blah blah blah. If you you kind of suck them into the you know boardroom kind of thing, coach. yeah, yeah. It, it helps. It does because there's ownership now. All of a sudden it's like I've had a say and it didn't work. So a little bit of a right. falls on me. Yeah, um, so it's
0: it's a super interesting dynamic. So those two are kind of, I would say they're half bought in. But there's, like, three or four kids. So we have one incoming freshman that's – he's, like, 100% of the way bought in. And he's decent. He's a, he's a bigger kid. Okay. Um, and then the other two or three kids we have, they're, like – you know, they're super bought in as well. Um, but it's just those two kids that that aren't okay. – um, that need to be. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean like, – uh, like during the summer workouts. So we, we played um, some summer games and we had a camp and we had, you know, some summer like um, open gyms or we call them like skill building sessions where we'd focus on like shooting or ball handling or something like that. And we would just pound away at it for like an hour and a half and really get some shots up or really work on, you know, a specific skill. Great. And, you know, the four or five kids that, that aren't very good and they they're bought in, showed up and you know they were working their tails off and then the other two kids they would show up you know on time or sometimes late and then they wouldn't you know they wouldn't really put in the effort that the other boys were putting in.
1: Yeah I that that's I mean that's where I think first of all I'd videotape it and I'd show them that because that's always okay. a good tape show like is this the best you can do? And again I try to do it as a life lesson thing that seems to work, especially if they're older. Um, you know, you're not going to go through life like this. So come in and, you know, do it for a half hour, 45 minutes, but do it hard. Um, I think personally, and again, I would worry about this, that if you have that sixth grade group, that's the group you're probably going to, probably going to turn the corner for you. Cause I'm not sure this group will don't know, right. but these juniors, like I would try to, the juniors, you're going to only maybe increase this much. Those other five for you, those are mm-hmm. the ones in order to win. You probably got to get them from here to here. The ones that are working hard, I right. just lean into them because the two are juniors. You're relatively new, blah, blah, blah. These sixth graders don't know, won't know any better than you by the time they get mm-hmm. there. So, yep. You're only, you're, you're, it's the stats teacher. You're only going to do so much improvement with those juniors and probably only get so far. I think you the bottom ones are the ones that you can like that might be the difference between being right. like twelve and ten and seventeen and you know five and you know that you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think those yeah. are the ones that you gotta like all right, I'm gonna lean in on these five and make it fun okay. and make it like cause I think that's where your biggest improvement can come from. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna make them a shooter, I'm gonna make them so they don't turn the ball over, I'm gonna make it so they can dribble competently, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I would make sure everyone that ever plays for you can shoot threes consistently. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying with small schools,
0: well, that's that's what we that's so like every practice, it was I think we spent at least 30 minutes just shooting. Yep, shooting. and I would
1: do the different types of shots that you're getting out of your offense. It's like I don't okay. know what you run, but um, uh, so yeah, that's one
0: that's one of the things is whenever. We played against, you know, someone just played a straight up man or a straight up zone. You know, half court, we were fine and we could create shots and we could get some decent looks. Um, but then, you know, anytime they put any kind of pressure on us, even half court pressure, um, we we ended up just turning the ball over. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, turnovers are going to kill you. I mean, yeah, just at a smaller level. Yeah. When you end up, I mean, if I if you're playing a team with five decent guys, they're just going to pressure the crap out of you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Okay, yeah. so I think that's the solution to that is try to get those guys, you know, expand if they're a th- if let's say there are a ten is an all American and there are three try to get into a six because that's gonna Ooh. help you win more games, short term probably. Um, right, that's what I have found. Um, okay, especially with the low numbers, I'm still I can I'm boggled by the number of numbers you have, but. I yeah. had more I had more in my open gym today than you probably got in your school. So yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> just had well, actually we had an open gym on Saturday or Sunday night. That's why I couldn't do it on the call on Sunday night. Right. Is uh we just had four people show up.
1: So I I'm hoping you're doing a lot of like shooting, but in triple, but that's small sided small yeah. sided game stuff too, like two on two, two on one, one on one. Yep. Make those bottom guys. Unless they're totally not at on at, unless they're totally not athletic at all. Well, there there is okay. two that are like okay,
0: you know, one's got some like hip disorder where you kind of runs like a duck, and I don't know. It's, okay, I, I get some of I get, our I get. games last year was like watching the bad news bears. It it felt like you know <laughs> at least from the headlines, I'm sure from the stands. Uh, oh. Should watch
1: the old movie rather than the new bad news. Oh, yeah.
0: That's yeah. yeah. The classic exactly.
1: if you're gonna yeah. watch it. I'm just telling the people that are listening. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So what else? Um what else is on your list. So like what do, you run,
0: really- what do you run in offensive? What
1: do you running offensively first?
0: So we run like a four-out motion offense okay. against a man, and then like an overload um, okay movement offense for against a zone. A lot of time actually, we've been facing a lot of one-two-two 2 2 um, zones um,
1: right. where they
0: pressure the crap out of the ball. And then, you know, if if we can't get that initial pass down to the corner or, or in like a high post pass, then it's it's tough. Like a lot of times we turn the ball over. Right. <laughs> this will probably – just listening to your podcast, um, we averaged – I think we averaged around 30 turnovers a game last year.
1: Okay, you got to cut that down.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: No, I'm just saying, you'll win more games. If you if you do that one thing, you'll win more games. Like, right. Like, just like... So, don't, how yeah. how do we do that? Uh, you work on your ball handling. Okay. You put them in pressure situations where they are not going to pan Because, is it... So, if you had to describe how the turnovers are happening, how are they happening?
0: Oh, well, there's a couple things. So, a lot of them is like... You know, we'll pass the ball and then a kid just won't catch it and then it'll just fall right into the defender's hands or go out of bounds. And then which those turnovers I'm okay with. But a lot yeah. of times it's just like a direct pass to the other team. Really? Or, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, it'll – the ball handler dribble a load off their foot. Yeah. So the ball
1: good. handling part, I think you can work with the ball handling. I think the passing and the not catching because they're not right. playing enough and they're not used to, that's where I think the, you know, playing two on two, three on three, small sided games, putting them in situations, all that kind of stuff other than shooting and dribbling at your open. They just haven't played enough. Kids right. that do that just have not played enough. That's the issue. Okay, um, hey everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. Those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.